Welcome to the podcast, The Stories of Real Authentic Women. We ask women to share one of their most life-changing or traumatic experiences. And then we sit back and listen. You're going to laugh, cry, and be inspired as you listen to these raw stories. I'm Hannah. I'm Cass. And we are your hosts for Raw. Welcome back to part two of Tara's story. Let's pick up right where we left off. And he calls the bank right away like, is this a mistake? Is this, is this real? Can I take this money out? What is happening? And they were like, yeah, there was just the random wire transfer wow. back to your account. Yep. And we don't know where Ooh, it came from. It's closed <laughs> off. Like your money is back and you can take it out and do whatever you want with it. Do you know what? Yours. I want to declare right now <laughs> that whoever this person was, your stories are going to intersect you're going to meet this person I would love and that. you're going to know because I believe your prayers started something in that email message started something mm-hmm. in his heart. And then someone else was used to call that out. And in that moment, it was like confirmation. And I think mm. someone else was used in, in this person's story yeah. to remind him I, it's not too late. Yep. <laughs> to do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yep. And so let's, oh, wow. And then amazing. let's bring that person on <laughs> yep. and yeah. hear how that yes, story intersects. Sure. Cause I that is amazing. I would love to hear that person's mm-hmm. story. I would love to. Well, and I really hope that they know Jesus. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And one of the things you told me is one of the older women in that Bible study group, uh-huh. right? That, that she was praying like that the person who stole this money, like that they can't sleep at night, that mm-hmm. they would just feel convicted. Mm-hmm. And and so just this, all the prayers for this mm-hmm. person yep. is yeah is awesome. And we, we love talking about that because it's, <laughs> it's like, what a way to pray. Yep. Right there. Yeah. 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 So the money's back. So the money's back. We were like, okay, here we go. Let's you save shopping. Yeah. Well, you yeah. paid off the loan. Pay off the loan. Pay off our loan. So it's not like we had all this extra money, but it was it was it Harry. was great. Yeah. And then, um, all right. So we're we're getting ready to move. We're packing up. Um, you know, saying goodbye to everybody, and it was a bittersweet goodbye mm. to everybody. And we um, are driving out. And we stop in Fort Collins to stay the night. We've got our kids, our dog, some of our stuff, and then like the pods are coming out here. And when we get to Fort Collins, our dog was acting super weird. So we had to take him to the vet like, oh, we've got a long drive ahead of us tomorrow. We need need to just make sure he's not going to like throw up in the car. (laughs) Yeah. So we take him to the vet and they're like, "Um, we need to monitor him overnight. And I just remember thinking, Lord... Like you're taking everything away from my kids, everything, like their home and their friends and their family and their church life, like everything. Please don't take their dog. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the next morning we got a call that the dog had died <laughs> overnight and they didn't know why. It just, I don't know. And they could do all the testing. We were like, no, we don't need to do all that. But it was just one of the hardest moments to mm-hmm. tell our kids that morning, like, all right, we know you're leaving everything behind. And now like our dog that they loved is also gone. Mm-hmm. And we had only had that dog a couple years. He wasn't very old. Mm-hmm. And that was another heartbreaking moment. So we had to process through that with our kids and just continue to tell them like the Lord is moving. He's doing something. And um, 
as hard as this is, like, we're just going to keep pursuing him Mm -hmm. in the hard and in the good and in all of it. So, um, yeah, that was just a, mm. another heartbreaking moment along the way. And then we got here and truthfully, I didn't even want to be here <laughs> once we got here. Yeah. We moved into our home and I just felt so, um, just everything felt dark mm-hmm. and I, it was hard. It was a really hard season of being here, but um, also resting in the truth that like God has worked so much out. His fingerprints were all over the whole thing. And that we, he's trustworthy even when we can't see what he's doing. Um, so, and then I met, I met Cass. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole story right there. When I knocked on her door. Oh, goodness. That was not a great first, <laughs> a very memorable first impression. We, we had, I had known the people that had lived in the house before them. We kind of had, they had two boys and we were just normal friends and they were super kind. We were sad they were leaving. And they had told us, like, we we know the people that bought the house are so great. They have five kids. And I was active Mormon at that point. And I was serving in my Mormon church in the kids area, basically. And so I was like, five kids, like jackpot. And um, <laughs> so I went with some of the other neighbors. We made cookies. And we'd been, like, spying, like, they're here. And we knocked on their door. And, and you weren't living in the house yet. We didn't know oh, this. Oh, that was in March. Yeah. yeah. Before we actually moved out here in June, we came out for spring breaks, show our kids the house, like get to know the area. Okay. So I backtracked a little bit. Yep. Okay. Yep. But that's... And that's you were good. just like sleeping in, in tents a, on the living room floor. Yeah. We set up a giant tent. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't like there yet. <laughs> and anyway, we knocked on the door and... Anyway, yeah, that was our first time meeting. And I asked you like... If you were LDS at the time, you were yes. like, I'm not. And I was like, okay. And I said, and are you all? And they're all like, yep. <laughs> Except Cass said, I'm a, I'm not a very good Mormon. That's what she told me. And I was like, okay. okay. She's like, I don't know what that means. What's happening? Means. The neighbors are weird. <laughs> you were very honest. I was. She was very Yeah, honest. I was working through some stuff. So, yeah. So you guys officially came and moved in June mm-hmm. 2018. Yep. 2000, yeah. Yep. And you're like you got your older kids into involved in a school, mm-hmm. like a, a school around. Yep. And then I was still homeschooling the younger three. We mm-hmm. were trying to figure out, all right, well, where do you want us, Lord? What do you have for us now that we're here? Um, and so we were trying to get involved in, you know, our neighborhood and the community and, and, Truthfully, it like you were, we talked earlier about just friendship and how mm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find friendship, especially like at the stages we are. And, mm-hmm. and that has been a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Like for years here, I just felt like it, it was just hard. Yeah. I didn't really have much community or friendship. Um, but I, I go back to this verse, how, um, the Lord will, will give back to you what he's taken away. And he truly has done that. Mm. Um, like you were saying, with mm-hmm. with having a best friend next door and having a deep-rooted friendship in Christ, mm-hmm. he has given that. And your kids, too. For yeah. the listeners to know, all your kids, or mo- <clears throat> most of your, your daughters and your daughters, mm-hmm. so closely mm-hmm. connected mm-hmm. that it is like family. It's not even like friendship. It's yeah. like... Having cousins, yeah, really is. is. I mean, we don't knock. 
Yeah. <laughs> we just come in. Um, you know, our husbands have a great friendship mm-hmm. for dudes. Um, and what's really cool about our, our relationship too is it didn't, it, it built. Like it wasn't just this immediate closeness. It mm-hmm. wasn't something like that. I mean, it, it was years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had just slowly started inviting you to stuff. Like I, and we had just done a few hangouts together. Mm-hmm. And yep. I remember I couldn't remember all her kids' names. So she like texted me her <laughs> kids' names. <laughs> and I was like, we were like trying to remember. And and our kids were, were would hang out. Um, but it just grew over time. It was It was slowly nourished. And then COVID was sort of where things changed, um, mm-hmm. back to my story. If, if the listeners heard my story, like that was where spiritually things were mm-hmm. changing for me. Um, and Tara played such a huge part in just my spiritual journey and, and helping me and like kind of mentoring me and, um, yeah. So it, that's, what's really cool is it, it took time. It wasn't mm-hmm. just this immediate thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. now, like, what does your life look like now here? Because you're super busy. Yeah. Like, you have we we actually really love being here. Yeah. Um, we we love our church. We have community now. <laughs> I have um, I'm involved in a homeschool co-op, which I never was in Colorado. But we had so much other community that it w- it was fine. But here, that's been a blessing too, and. Um, we love the outdoors here. I mean, mm-hmm. Utah's a beautiful state. And um, yeah, I, it's it really is. The Lord has blessed us in, in a lot of ways. Um, and it has taken time. It wasn't yeah. just that we got here and yeah. we're like, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> we, it was we got here and we're like, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And this is, but we're here. And like, we're surrendered. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you have for us, Lord, here we are. And Honestly, that's just how we try to live our life is just open-handed to everything. And our clearly, like our homes mm-hmm. have always been like, all right, Lord, our home is yours, whatever you want to do with it. And sometimes it's been having people live with us. And sometimes it's been moving and giving up that house. Yeah. And sometimes it's been... Um, even just for a season or you guys are you host a lot we host in your home. people in our home and um yeah so we just try to live surrendered to whatever the lord is bringing but um yeah we keep praying we're praying for the neighborhood we're praying for the the whole state of utah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and grateful to to see the lord working in mighty ways in in this state yeah and in people <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you prayed for me. I did pray for you. I was praying for you for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is just, we've talked about this. It's just one story of your life, right? Mm-hmm. There, but I know, you know, I, I know more about your life, but honestly, just the story and what I know is such an example of how you, your family, your marriage, you guys live a life that is surrendered in obedience to the Lord, even through super hard times. And what I what I love about your story is the money, the dog, which didn't you pull over and bury him yes. on the road? Oh, it was so sad. Yeah. They cremated it was just, the dog and yeah. they gave oh, okay. us like a little 
footprint thing. And oh, gosh. I don't know. So we buried that at like the Colorado state line. Yeah. <laughs> the sign under the sign as we were leaving. It's like so hard. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you can laugh about it. Now. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yes. That would but be. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, it's traumatic. But, and but, now I have two dogs. <laughs> Again, more multiplying things and, in my life. And she welcomes other dogs in. She watches my dog. Um, but, what, but what people would see, I think it'd be so easy for people to interpret the struggles and. Um, trials that you had that pop up and be like this is god's way of saying not to go this is mm. god's way of saying but no like your story is hey he doesn't promise it's going to be right flawless and there's not going to be things but how you lean into it how you trust him in the hard and where even it's hard for you but showing that strength to your kids right and mm-hmm. and helping carry your family and your kids um and not even knowing why, right? Like he doesn't give us why, but yeah. you're just like, okay, all I know is is we followed, we're here, we trust. Yep. And yep. it's it's a I just love your story. I think it's so cool. Tell me about um because I'm thinking as a mom, one of the hardest things as a mom to do is um well, I should speak for myself for me is when my kids are really struggling Mm -hmm. with the faith element. Like I'm putting everything I am into helping them trust God Mm -hmm. and there's struggle involved. And, and yet we know because we've walked the journey enough to know that the struggle is worth it. When you get to the other side his promises are true, yes and amen. Mm-hmm. But how did you, and maybe still are in some ways, mm-hmm. walking your kids through the struggle of this faith that they don't choose because mm-hmm. they're in our family? So we're leading them. Right. And they choose to join in that same heart and effort or mm-hmm. to not. Right. And I think your kids have, have chosen to be there with you in heart and spirit, but just. Talk to us as moms or encourage us as moms. How do you how do you handle your own heart and faith when your kids faith or, or there's struggle in that process? Yeah, it's hard and it's heartbreaking because I want my kids so badly to to know and follow the Lord with their whole hearts, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I can't make them mm-hmm. like you were saying. I can't make them. I'm going to teach them what I know. I'm going to keep pointing them back to the Lord. Um, But ultimately, it's Him and His work and the Holy Spirit in their life that is going to do the work. And that's what I have to rest on. Um, I think prayer is a huge part of that. Praying for my kids is is where I feel like I can fight that Mm, battle for them, right? It's a good reminder. Um, Because I can say all the words I want, but they don't always hear it. They don't always want it. Um, but God, right? But yeah. God, He's yeah. bigger than all of that. And they have the same Holy Spirit that I have. And so there's power in prayer for the for our kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's been a huge thing for me, especially even recently, just praying so many things over my kids for them to know. But... Um, 
going back to like the power of stories, there's, we just read The Silver Chair by C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. And like as a family? Uh, yeah, I read it yeah. to my kids. Cool. Um, and there's just this, there's a journey. So Aslan sent the kids on this long, hard journey. And he, he knew exactly where they needed to end up. And he could have easily just put them where they needed to be for them to accomplish this thing. But he had them walk through hard, a hard journey, lots of walking, lots of trouble, mm-hmm. lots of mistakes along the way. Um, but it was for the purpose of their character to be developed. Mm. And I think so often we just want to rescue our kids out of hard things and, and not let them walk through hard things, but there's purpose in hard things, in trials and hard things that come, they do develop our character. They develop perseverance in us. They develop hope and joy and all the things that we need to walk righteously that's and such so, a good reminder. Yeah, I, I guess how, I would just encourage you to, to to keep pointing your kids back to Christ, to pray for them, mm-hmm. but also to know that we can't always fix the hard things coming in their life. Yeah, and that trials are sometimes um, because, like, their co- trials can come from obedience. Like, trials are mm-hmm. not always a result of sin or error, but we can hit certain trials as we walk in obedience because mm-hmm. like you said, it's the only way to to shape us and refine us mm-hmm. in those ways. Mm-hmm. So trials are not something to be looked at as some punishment or yeah. what did I do wrong? Um, but leaning into it and trusting that there is mm-hmm. something bigger happening behind yeah. it and on the other end. So. We are so blessed, mm-hmm. see, to have Tara come on yeah. here and share her story. And um, that was our last question, but you basically, you covered it right there. Um, the encouragement that you would leave for other people listening that might be going through something like that. Is there anything else you'd want to add? Or, um, Yeah, it really is a blessing to live a surrendered life to Jesus. As hard as it is to surrender things, um, when you live that way, you're just blessed, like your soul is blessed. Mm-hmm. And and hard things are you're able to endure because of the Lord in your life. So don't don't give up in those hard struggles and in the hard things, but um just live surrendered to him. Yeah. As you were talking, I got um just a picture of like a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. And Faith in the Bible is compared to as a a race, mm-hmm. a run, um, but oftentimes to me it feels like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and in a run too, there's ups and there's downs and there's straight paths and straight shots, and then sometimes it's like you feel like you're climbing forever, mm-hmm. and then you get a little break. But I just got this picture of the ups and the downs of your journey, even even to get to Utah. And along the way, there's heartbreaks that Mm -hmm. happened. It's like your heart was broken or cracked or punctured at different points within the ride. Yeah. But I saw at the end of this ride, I'm a horrible drawer, but I (laughs) 
Um, you know, in my mind, I'm like this, I can paint or something. You're Picasso in your I mind. Die, I cannot at all, but maybe I'll commission this painting. Um, but at the end is Jesus holding our whole heart hmm. that he knows every heartbreak, every puncture, every crack that's going to happen mm-hmm. in our hearts. And the, the promise is Him at the mm-hmm. end, holding yes. it all. Yes. And He is completion for us. He mm-hmm. is the end. And He knows so well how to, how to keep His promises, how to keep us fulfilled and satisfied. And so um, I think that, you know, this is just like Cass said, one part of your story that there's, it's not even close to finished. <laughs> yeah. But um, what... Even Cass and you sitting here, if God only brought you to Utah for this one, hmm. yep, so worth it. So worth it. So worth it. Yep. And I think that is the the biggest takeaway for me today is if if we really live with just the one in mind, mm-hmm. and it's it's worth giving everything up for one person. Yep to know Jesus, for one person to know that there is faith and hope in eternity. And if Cass is the only person your family moved to Utah for, God is celebrating. He's cheering. He's saying, well done, mm-hmm. my good and faithful servant, that you gave it all so that another could know. Because now Cass is one of the biggest spokes megaphone mouths that we <laughs> that we know and love and what Cass is doing to keep that message going is just amazing and so so good job Tara. way to live surrendered oh, and keep you. living surrendered and for yeah. inspiring others around you to to chase after Jesus mm-hmm. in purity and it's beautiful yeah thank you Whew. Yes. So good. Thank you for sharing. And um, yeah, super blessed. Both of you. You guys are awesome. This whole thing is awesome. <laughs> Here we are. We're sharing. And this is raw. This is super raw. Just really authentic. We love it. <laughs> so um, we're going to link that C.S. Lewis book. Good idea. In the show notes, yeah, and we'll reference the the scriptures that uh, Tara shared. And if you guys think that you have a good story, you would like to come on here and share our emails in the show the show notes as well. Go ahead and send us an email. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for listening. Um, just remember that you have a story. Everyone has a story, and whether it gets airwaves or not, share your story with people who are around you. And that's it for today. That's it for today. Thank you again, Tara, for being here. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you next time on Raw. That's right. (laughs) Until next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was encouraging and blessed your life today. 
We just want to remind you that you also have a story and it matters. Go ahead and share that story with people in your life. If you also would like to email us to share your story and possibly be on the podcast, we would love to hear from you. So you'll find our email address in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and your family, and make sure you join us the next time. Until then, raw out. Thank you.